0: Thank you, appreciate it. Been hiding that one in for a while now. What was it like when she broke the news to you? Um, I was in shock. Uh, to be completely honest, it was during training camp. Um, I had sent her a picture outside of our hotel. There was a Golden Doodle Puppies sign with the number on it, and I sent her a screenshot of that. Uh, and then two days later I go to the house and she put a Big Brother shirt on our dog. So I started looking around for a puppy, not seeing the ultrasound and the positive uh, pregnancy test right in front of me. So, um, yeah, I was in the doghouse for a little bit on that one. Uh, but it was, you know, just complete shock. Uh, but so blessed, obviously, you know, it's, it's much more to, the, to life than just football. So it's, it's one of those things that we're extremely happy about. You're going to be a girl dad. I know, girl dad. Um, you wrapped around her finger, just completely screwed. <clears throat> When you look at uh, this game, it's going to feature two of the absolute best safeties in, in the game, right? In Winfield at yeah. your team, obviously, but, but what Bates has been able to do in his first season in like, Atlanta, can you yeah. speak to that, how dangerous he is? you got to avoid him. Yeah, he's, uh, I know I mentioned this the first time we came around. I played him a bunch of times when he was in Cincinnati. Um, extremely smart player, obviously athletic, but uh, extremely smart, knows how to pattern read, knows... Uh, knows how to get everybody else lined up and just always seems to be around the ball making plays on it. So he's, he's one of those guys, you got to know where he's at all times. Um, when you're going through your progression, he's going to be reading your eyes. So you uh, have to be smart when you're, you're moving through the field. If you look at this as the game of the year for you guys because of the impact you have on obviously your chances. For yeah. The postseason. yeah, I mean, uh, uh, said it, but the the one-game-at-a-time mentality, they're obviously leading the division, so it's divisional games are already important, but obviously where we're at right now, extremely important for us, and just got to be singular focus on any way we can beat the Falcons, got to find a way. What's changed for you and what's changed for this team since the last time you faced them? Um, yeah, we're definitely just a, a lot better on offense, looking at it detailed-wise, and just the understanding of everybody knowing what exactly we're trying to get accomplished, so um, yeah, the, the first game was a little hard to watch film-wise, just going back through it and seeing the improvements that we've had. So, uh, But they presented the different issues for us that we had to learn from, uh, some blitz package issues. And uh, they, they were – I mean, they held us, you know, to a pretty low score. So we've got to go in and improve, learn off of the, that game plan, but also, you know, them not having Grady Jarrett's a little different. They've had Street come in and play really well for him. So we're, we're both different uh, to a certain extent, and so just got to look at the new tape and, and grow and learn from there. That Falcons game, Mike went through a guys with the touchdown, almost had a 30 yards. He's, mm-hmm. he's just been so consistent. Where yeah. that Superman paper, you know, for you, but is this the game where you're gonna have to find another superhero on offense to, to to come alongside Mike and have another yeah. great type of performance? Um, yeah, this is one of those games that you know, obviously he's been he's been the main guy for us. So uh, everybody's got to be ready. Everybody's got to be ready to step up. Not not to you know harp on your question, nobody needs to be a superhero, but just do your job consistently, and I think that's one thing that we can look back at the tape from the first Atlanta game, is everybody do your job consistently, and good things will happen, and and the rest will take care of itself. Is there a reason why Chris's production has has decreased so much this this past month, something that you can put your finger on, something you guys more, can you get him more involved. Um, th- there's been opportunities there, but some of the coverages and have just dictated where the ball's going. Um, obviously, we tried to get him involved early, and then the rain kind of made it hard for us, uh, just based on our normal game plan that we would have called. Uh, but yeah, he's obviously one of our key factors. So got to ch- still try and find ways to get him the ball. Obviously, you had the um, the reverse for a, a touchdown. Just trying to get the ball in his hands any way possible, and, and good things happen. Red zone defense might be what they do best in Atlanta. They yep. Helped you guys check the first game. Is there something they do in the red zone that makes them especially tough to to get the end scores? On? There. Their front and their linebackers make it extremely hard to run the ball just all over the field, but then especially down there, um, they're just stout up front. They know how to stop the run. They don't have to bring in extra guys into the box to do that, so we have to be good on our targets in the run game, and then in the pass game, just finding completions, getting the extra yardage, just getting upfield immediately, and just trying to find ways to end up in the end zone, so for us, it's a good challenge, and it's something that we need to take the next step on. But you had like nine huge chunk plays in the passing game over 40, 40 yards, or for the most in the NFL with you know, San Francisco into it. Um, what's been the reason for for those enormous plays that, that you're hit? to hit? Um, guys being in the right spot. You know, obviously you, you have certain shot calls uh, throughout the year that you want to hit. Um, but, you know, obviously like like the last game, you know, you have you have a play called where um, the coverage can dictate it of being an explosive play. So you have your standard shot plays that you want to get explosives on. Then uh, the difference for us has been some of the just – key one-on-ones guys winning and making those big plays so uh it it just goes down to guys doing their job consistently and those big plays will happen if you consistently do that uh and just keep moving the chains Mike doesn't get a lot of this but when you see him uh getting man single coverage does the green light go on yeah are you surprised that he gets that um yes and no because i mean if you're if you're going to sit there and double team him all game the ball's going to go everywhere else but um Teams are going to roll the dice and take a chance, especially a team like this. They have good corners, so they, they trust those guys. They they want to have them in man match coverages and and trust those guys to carry them down the field. So, uh, but yeah, when it's one on one with Mike, you're going to take your chances. You're, you're as a quarterback, um, you're you're going to want to put the ball in his hands. How frustrating Baker was it watching the films of that first Atlanta game. Uh, the opportunities that you had with the fumbles yeah. uh, from Ritter and, um, and you end up scoring 13 points. Yeah, really frustrating. Uh, obviously, that's it's been a you know the steady growth of this offense. Um, and that was an early game. So just watching that, it, it seems like a different team now uh, from where we're at. And uh, just, like I said earlier, just learning from those mistakes, guys understanding the concepts completely and, and knowing the little details and things that re- truly make a difference when you're playing a competitive team like that. I can watch film. Have you seen Cody Muck really bring that physicality over this last part of this
1: season yeah. as opposed to what he was doing
0: earlier? Yeah, I think I mentioned it to you guys after that San Fran game. You really saw him improve during that game against, uh, you know, obviously a great challenge. So he's continually made that step, and that's something you look for is uh, as a rookie, you you know, you're finding your way, and then sometimes the light will turn on, and then you can just build on that. And so he's, he's done that consistently. And so, um, yeah, we ask a lot of those guys up front, but Cody's continually improving, and, and we're really happy about that. <laughs> he can take a punch. I'm not sure he deserved it, but uh, he, yeah, he took it. He wore it. Didn't knock another tooth out, though. <laughs> How long were you in the doghouse for that? Not long. Got out quickly. Uh, I got over the no puppy thing pretty quick, though. Yeah. The Reality set in. Yeah. I mean, would that be another goal? <laughs> oh, for me, yes. For Emily, no. No, too much running around the house history of of playing teams a second time do you feel like it's it's a little bit easier facing a team that you've seen before is it maybe a little more difficult because both teams know each other more the second time around there's give and take Um, you can learn from some of the looks and disguises that teams will do but there's obviously adjustments that they can make new wrinkles that they might throw in to make it look like something they presented the first time around so um, there's always like I said, give and take. So you, you, you learn different looks. You come to expect it and then um, just trying to react to whatever new wrinkle they're going to have in. But uh, yeah, for knowing defensive backs, it, it's definitely a, a one of those things. You can look at the film, see how the guys are playing, see how they're playing our receiver specifically, and, and go based on that. So there's we always look to improve playing a, a team the second time. Nicker, what do you think is the biggest help in get this running game going? Um, a lot of credit to the O-line, just quite honestly. Just getting the targets right, just all being on the same page and really understanding the concepts of how their their tracks mean a lot. And, um, and the running back room as a whole has grown a lot, and just understanding how they're supposed to set up these blocks and how they're supposed to play off the combos and uh, just making a lot more plays in space. And so it, it's that whole unit and you know not to leave out the tight ends and receivers in the blocking scheme. So they are, everybody's a part of it, and so everybody just being on the same page and getting more reps at it has been the biggest improvement in terms of pain development from the um, he, I mean, He's a really athletic tight end. Uh, I think he brings um, a different aspect in the passing game as well. Obviously, Cade's great in, in the pass game, but Payton, uh, you saw in that Indy game, making a great catch over the top of somebody. But um, he, he helps out in the run game as well. So he's a versatile guy that is continually learning this offense as well, a young guy. And so, um, no, he's, he's continually improved over the year, and uh, that's what you look for. What can you say about Rashad White? growth because you don't see many bell cows in this league anymore and he's doing it a second year here and really this is his first year getting the full go of it. Yeah um, he's continually improved and and, you know obviously a new system for him some of the run schemes are similar to what he's done in the past but um, like I said the run game improvement a lot of that's you know on the O-line but also him with his eyes where he's looking at how to read these blocks and and so um, obviously he's a special athlete when he's got the ball in space. We, we know that. But just his improvement and setting blocks up has been a, a huge difference. OK, thank you. Thanks, guys.